Welcome to a podcast of Wyoming Chronicle, where we tell the stories of Wyoming in a weekly program of interviews with newsmakers, artists, innovative thinkers, and unique Wyoming personalities. To learn more, visit us at wyomingpbs.org. Throw your leg over a mountain bike in big, wonderful Wyoming, and a world of adventure is just a pedal stroke away. Wyoming native and author Jeremiah Riemann should know. He has written Wyoming Single Track, a mountain bike guide, 97 routes covering 650 miles. Our conversation with the author, next on Wyoming Chronicle. Funding for this program is made possible in part by the Wyoming Humanities Council, helping Wyoming take a closer look at life through the humanities, thinkwhy.org, and by the members of the Wyoming PBS Foundation. Thank you for your support. And as we begin this Wyoming Chronicle, we're very pleased to be joined by author Jeremiah Riemann, author of Wyoming Single Track, a mountain bike guide here in Wyoming. Jeremiah, welcome to Wyoming Chronicle. It's an honor. Thank you so much. The book you've written is really neat. It's full of graphics, of maps, and we're going to get to everything about the, the book in just a moment. But mountain biking in Wyoming has, as you have talked about in the book, really changed over the last 15 years. Take us back to 15 years ago. 15, uh, 20 years ago, uh, the predominant uh, surface for mountain biking in Wyoming was old two-track uh, roads uh, that might exist or uh, perhaps historic uh, horseback or, or hiking trails and and we've really seen a renaissance uh, and part of that started right here at Kurt Gowdy State Park where we're at uh, with the state investing in uh, the trail system here that really kind of put this region uh, on the map and uh, has helped to fuel uh, development in a lot of other uh, places. Uh, many of our state parks, uh, a lot of uh, activity uh, on forest service uh, trails uh, adjacent to many communities and uh, it, it's really been a blessing for those of us that enjoy getting out on two wheels. This really is now become almost a statewide effort. There's really not a part of Wyoming that doesn't have accessibility I guess to mountain bike trails. Yeah I was uh, really uh, pleased and shocked with <clears throat> how much uh, activity is happening in, in all of the regions whether that be up in the northeast uh, around Newcastle with a couple of gentlemen that just really are interested in, in seeing uh, outdoor activities available for their community and for their children uh, for that matter and and uh, we've seen investment uh, really just kind of grow uh, like wildfire across uh, the state and in uh, trail systems uh, that really are purpose-built for mountain biking. When some people think about mountain biking, if they've never experienced it, Jeremiah, they might be thinking of these Facebook videos that they've seen of people just screaming down these mountains with cliffs on either side and you're just you know, watching these thrill seekers doing their thing, but it can be that, but it also can be a family-oriented kind of activity, if you will, and everything in between. Yeah, and I, I would actually say in Wyoming, it's uh, the vast majority of it is uh, family-focused. You, you certainly do have uh, some trail systems that are, are for the elite, for 
uh, those expert mountain bikers uh, and, and sort of the YouTubers. But uh, what we've seen in, in, in all of the communities is let's start with beginner trail systems. Let's get uh, our youth out on the trails, uh, allow for people to kind of build up their skills uh, and then move up to uh, uh, more technical trail systems. Uh, and I think that's important uh, uh, as part of this uh, development process uh, because if we scare off too many people, uh, they're not going to get out here and enjoy these uh, resources that we have available. And your book, Wyoming Single Track, really has that family focus in mind and you really go out of your way to very graphically tell people these are the easy trails, these are the moderate trails, these are the expert trails. Yeah, that was important for me. You know, my wife and I are, are proud parents of identical twin boys, and uh, we've grown up, uh, you know, going on family trips across this state to to mountain bike, and we wanted to be able to showcase uh, what was available uh, to everybody. And and when you came to a place like Kurt Gowdy, not that we would just showcase sort of the uh, you know, regionally known uh, trails, but you know, what is uh, that uh, youth or beginner trail system that uh, exists and, and start there uh, and then kind of give that progression of what exists in a particular region. So I wanted to make sure that was uh, showcased. I wanted to make sure that the photography reflected that uh, and, and allowed people to see themselves, uh, see children, uh, you know, people of all uh, types uh, out enjoying these systems uh, across the state. So it was important for me and I'm glad that we were able to accomplish that. People can spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on bikes right. or not to begin to enjoy the sport. Right. Yeah, and that's something that uh, I tried to highlight in the book. Enjoy the bike that you have. Uh, it, uh, you don't have to have uh, the you know five to $10,000 uh, bike uh, every uh, you know bike with you know some exceptions uh, going to be suitable for most of the trails uh, that uh, you'll find in the state uh, and and so you know get out enjoy that uh, uh, and as you have the opportunity if you want to continue that progression and invest in a higher uh, end component then go about that but uh, but again enjoy what you have and and uh, uh, Wyoming's trails will reward you. We were talking off camera where some states have the uh, limitations where you can bike on trails on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but maybe not Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. And Wyoming is unique that we don't have those pressures yet. So how does Wyoming's trail systems kind of compare to other states in the region? Yeah, you know, we're really lucky uh, there, you know, in certain parts of the state, you're starting to see a little pressure uh, put on them. But I think in general, uh, you know, particularly if you come out on a weekday, you're going to find that you have the trail systems uh, to yourself and and can really go and enjoy things and and we're very fortunate in that regard that uh, that we haven't had the pressures and the you know the primary user conflicts between uh, various groups that you have seen in some other regions but I think and and I hope this comes through in the book it's important that uh, those of us that are out uh, recreating and mountain biking that we follow the rules and uh, ensure that that uh, we yield uh, to other users that are on the system uh, and, uh, and kind of preserve our space uh, out here because uh, you know, if those conflicts build, 
uh, unfortunately we can lose access and, and that's uh, uh, not what we want to see. <clears throat> Give us some general tips if you would on etiquette. What should people know when they take their mountain bikes out on some of these trails? Yeah, I think the, the first uh, one uh, is, you know, we are to yield to all other users. If there's a hiker or uh, a horseback rider, uh, you need to uh, yield to them. Get off the trail, uh, let them, uh, you know, move through, particularly if you're encountering horses and, and livestock in Wyoming. Get off of the trail, uh, you know, 10 yards if possible. Make sure that you're communicating with the, uh, the rider and, and uh, uh, you know, the horse. Uh, look them in the eye so that uh, uh, you don't have that conflict. I think that's uh, the most important uh, thing. Uh, I also think, you know, we're, we're in Wyoming. Uh, if you find a, a fence that's open, leave it open. If it's closed, then close it. Uh, uh, so, you know, do consider uh, those and, and try and leave the trails that uh, we find across the state in the same shape that, uh, uh, that we found them and pick up a piece of litter here or there if we can and, and uh, just respect uh, the good nature that we have. We're going to get to your um, top 10-ish trails here in yeah. just a moment that you highlight in your book, but I wanna, I'm curious, what are the challenges that the mountain biking industry faces here? What are, what are some of the things that... Um, that you're concerned about as this industry really starts to grow? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, the primary issue, and it's something we all have a responsibility in, and that is the care and maintenance for the trails uh, that uh, uh, exist. A lot of these are, uh, you know, cared for by one or two people uh, that uh, have a particular interest in, in a region and have uh, invested in that. They may be hosting races in order to bring uh, some financial resource uh, to uh, caring for them. Uh, you know, we're lucky in some places where we have uh, investments, uh, you know, some small endowment that might be helping to, to support that. Uh, but if there's a trail day, uh, volunteer for it. Get out, uh, help to maintain the system that you uh, enjoy. If you can't do that, put a little bit of investment into it. Uh, you know, send... Uh, you know, send a few dollars uh, to the local trail group that uh, is working on, on that system. Uh, maybe buy them lunch or a beer uh, when they're out doing that work. Uh, and, and, you know, I like to donate a lot of my uh, used equipment to the local uh, mountain bike club and, and uh, the high school uh, youth group so that they can uh, have uh, some equipment and, and uh, hopefully them seeing others give to them builds a respect uh, uh, towards the trail systems. But it, it, it's all uh, a community and we all need to be investing in it. Jeremiah, at the top of the show, we noted that you, your book, Wyoming Single Track, highlights 97 trails. Who plans these trails? Who gets the idea that, you know, we're in Kirk Gowdy State Park, what a beautiful place. There ought to be a trail right here. We're on a trail right now. Right. Who, who, who gets to plan these things primarily on public lands? Yeah, it, it uh, really varies, uh, and, and uh, I don't know that there's one uh, particular model. You know, here uh, at Kirk Gowdy State Park, uh, it really was the vision uh, of a number of people, the community, uh, you know, in the neighboring uh, Cheyenne and Laramie wanted to see some additional trail systems. The state saw the opportunity to expand visitorship. Uh, to uh, the state park and and so sort of this vision was was built and 
and uh, uh, you know, a plan was uh, developed with the International Mountain Biking Association and others to begin laying the fr framework for uh, something to happen here. Before we get to some of your favorite rides, I gotta ask you, my wife and I are proud owners of class one e-bikes and you talk about e-bikes in your, in your book. There's some tension sometimes between e-bikes and um, folks that have traditional bikes. What are your thoughts on folks that own e-bikes? To me, it seems, it opens up uh, maybe some trails to folks that, um, you know, might want to uh, have a little more assist as they kind of age like me, yet still want to experience things like this. Right. Yeah, you know, for me, uh, it is, uh, it's an evolving space uh, and there are certainly opinions uh, on, on all sides of uh, that particular issue. Uh, I felt it was important to highlight where uh, you can and, and uh, where in some ways uh, you can't uh, use e-bikes uh, so that uh, people are responsibly recreating uh, where it's acceptable. I'm personally uh, a, a, a proponent for class one e-bikes on our uh, non-motorized trail systems and, and class one are pedal assist. Uh, so you actually have to pedal in no order throttles. for that. There's no throttle. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, really is the mechanism to engage that motor and, and there is the governor of course uh, to limit uh, its assist. But you know, for my wife, uh, somebody who has had, uh, you know, dealt with a lung tumor uh, and had some lung capacity issues, her going out and seeing me mountain bike and, and uh, feeling like she was going to be left behind, uh, the e-bike the e that we purchased her really has been an equalizer for her to come out and really enjoy uh, this space. And, and I see so many benefits for those that, uh, uh, you know, have a physical limitation, uh, whatever that might be, aging, uh, to continue to uh, enjoy many of our uh, trail systems. And, and uh, you know, the reality, uh, based on my own personal research, is that there is no additional uh, impact that uh, happens uh, to the trail systems in comparison to a traditional mountain bike. And, and so I uh, really would like to see that uh, opportunity continue to expand and, and continue to make uh, this sport available to as many people as want to enjoy it as possible. At Kurt Gowdy State Park, why is this a great place to ride? You know, Kurt Gowdy, uh, it, it has so much uh, really for everyone uh, that uh, might, uh, you know, if you're really at the beginner phase uh, up to, uh, you know, expert uh, level trail systems, but it's it's the topography that you encounter. Uh, you have, you know, wonderful single track punctuated by these beautiful rocks, uh, which are a challenge for some, but uh, uh, just, uh, you know, incredible backdrop of uh, the two reservoirs here. Uh, you really cannot beat uh, the investment that has happened here. And, and uh, uh, I, I'm just, floored by the fact that this trail system exists in my backyard and I get to come and enjoy it all the time. Next one that you talk about is Laramie Schoolyard Pilot Hill, not far from here. Right, uh, not far from here and, and uh, I'm, it's unfortunate, uh, you know, publishing timelines, I wasn't able to, uh, uh, you know, demonstrate the, the full of that uh, trail system there is as much as I'd like, uh, certainly continue to do that. But one of the reasons that I think that that's such a, 
uh, a wonderful uh, trail system is you can go right out your back door in Laramie, uh, get on uh, this uh, beginner to intermediate uh, trail system, and and it, you know it, as one of the blessings that we've seen over the course of the last couple of years, where the community over there, as well as you know uh, the the community statewide, uh, investing to uh, purchase uh, that property, the Pilot Hill property. Uh, and, and now you're going to see, and actually you have this summer, uh, the development of the Laramie Schoolyard system onto Pilot Hill. And uh, I'm really fortunate to be a part of a group, Wyoming Pathways, that's been developing trail systems all over for hiking and biking. Uh, we're actually uh, signing a contract uh, here in the next week or so uh, that is going to build the connector trail from the top of Pilot Hill oh. over to... Uh, the uh, uh, Thai uh, city area and, and uh, you're going to be able to access all of those uh, trail systems here shortly. A little farther west we go, Rock Creek. Yeah, this is an area that really, uh, I'll be honest, uh, surprised me. Uh, I uh, had read about uh, this being a place where you could mountain bike and had uh, kind of done some research around uh, the fact that the Forest Service about uh, two decades or so ago went through a planning process and uh, many people said that this uh, area was really deserving of wilderness uh, status and and in that planning process they did in fact identify it as a wilderness study area uh, but uh, because the mountain bike community had used that trail um, they carved out that mountain bikes uh, would continue to be allowed as long as the uh, wilderness characteristics of that trail system were preserved. And, and so, uh, again, I had done my research, uh, was very fortunate to uh, get on my mountain bike and uh, ride down Deep Creek into the Rock Creek area and, and was just floored by uh, not only the topography of, of uh, the side hills, uh, the scree fields that are in there, the river, uh, and it's an old uh, mining area in some regards. In fact, at the very uh, tail end, as you get closer to Arlington, uh, you can find the you know old rail tracks that mm -hmm. come out of the mountain uh, and tip into the creek uh, below, uh, and you can just uh, sort of envision these old miners uh, pushing a handcart. Uh, with some ore out to the uh, to the river right there, and and so it's all part of this just beautiful uh, trail, and and there are a couple waterfalls in there, uh, so it's uh, it, it's it's a more advanced trail system, and I, I want to be clear, I don't want to get anybody into trouble, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, it is uh, a phenomenal uh, place to visit in Wyoming, whether that's on bike or on foot. And I should point out, you have ridden every one of the trails That's right. that, is in, that is in your book. And your, your book is complete with beautiful maps. I find them easy to follow and they're, they're, they're well drawn. Let's head north a little bit to the Casper Mountain Trail Center. Yeah, this is another area where the community has done a great job of uh, investing uh, both in uh, summertime trails as well as winter trails. Uh, they uh, are one of, and, and perhaps uh, the first uh, region in the state to, in particular, allow uh, fat biking uh, to happen on the groomed trail system there. And 
and uh, they've continued to invest in uh, the summertime trail systems, the Eadsville Trail, uh, a shorter trail, but it has a lot of nice little deviations off of it so that you can experience some other uh, elements of, of that uh, particular mountain and, and uh, close to the Casper community, so it's mm -hmm. well worth anybody's time. A little farther north, the Red Grade Trail System. Yeah, this is uh, another one that uh, surprised me. I had read about uh, the effort uh, to develop out uh, a state parcel uh, there and, and ultimately uh, with hopes of going out into the Forest Service. And, and when I got there, uh, I was expecting a trail system very much uh, like the topography that you find in a lot of other places in Wyoming. And, and you do, uh, but what was... Uh, uh, it just felt different. You had uh, what felt like more old growth trees, uh, was a little bit more, uh, there was a little bit more moisture uh, in the air, uh, and, and uh, the groups there have done a great job of, of developing out just a nice soft surface uh, trail system uh, that's available. And, and the beautiful vistas right down into uh, the Bighorn uh, community uh, it's pretty spectacular and I'm excited to say that uh, the community there uh, has continued to expand that. They now have approval from both the BLM and the Forest Service and have been developing some uh, additional mileage uh, uh, this summer and, and that will continue uh, and, and I suspect uh, will be in the range of about 30 miles worth of trail um, just south of Sheridan and just outside of Bighorn before too long. And not far away is the Grouse Mountain and Clear Creek trails. Yeah, this is um, really a, a great story of a community that wanted to see trail system uh, where you could leave uh, downtown Buffalo and go right up onto uh, the Forest Service lands. And, uh, you know, I pro profile it as a, a downhill uh, ride. It uh, would be a a rather aggressive uphill, uh, but it uh, provides uh, these great sweeping uh, switchbacks uh, that you can come riding down. They get tighter as you go uh, down into the trees, but you come in along Clear Creek and, and uh, it's just a wonderful, uh, raucous good time uh, all the way into Buffalo. And, and, and as well, they've got an old sort of medieval uh, uh, you know, electrical uh, a facility uh, that had been ba built back at the uh, beginning of the last century and uh, it's in disrepair uh, but the uh, 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 you know the the building remains kind of the shell of it uh, still remains and and uh, there's been some you know colorful graffiti uh, actually very tasteful uh, that uh, is there but it brings you right down into buffalo and and uh, people there uh, frankly from my perspective, are pretty fortunate to have that in their backyard. Over the hill a little bit towards Cody, the Outlaw Trail System. Yeah, Outlaw uh, is uh, a little bit more technical. Uh, Cody does have uh, a, a, a system that's been built right outside of uh, town called the Beck Lake Trail System, and, and it's uh, well worth uh, anybody's time. It's great for beginners, but what I liked about uh, the Outlaw Trail system, it was a little bit more technical. Uh, it uh, takes you up uh, along this ridge line. Uh, you can 
uh, play on some slick rock. Uh, you have these wonderful vistas up to the Shoshone National Forest mm. as well as out to Hart Mountain uh, and, and uh, uh, can just uh, make you know three or four loops and, and get more technical as you go. And, and so that one uh, was just uh, a memorable experience for me and a place that I like to, to sneak off to when I get back to that region. Into the southern winds, the Sinks Canyon Trail system. Developing yes. as we speak, it 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 is, and uh, you know, there's continued development down in the uh, state park uh, and into the national forest there. But you know, if I had to pick three top trails, uh, the Brewers Trail coming off the top of of uh, Sinks Canyon into uh, into the canyon itself is just a marvelous ride uh, with these wonderful tundra views uh, of the Wind Rivers. Uh, you've got uh, uh, a couple of high alpine uh, reservoirs uh, that are built in there. And then you just drop over the side uh, into the canyon and it is such a fun uh, ride. In fact, I got the good fortune of taking my boys there uh, this summer and, and taking them down that trail system. And they just absolutely uh, smiles ear to ear. Uh, and, and so, you know, you end up with this uh, about uh, 12 to 15 mile, uh, mostly downhill ride. And, and so uh, it's pretty spectacular. But if you want to get uh, even more technical, you could make a massive, uh, you know, 30 mile loop uh, out of it and uh, perhaps include the Papoja Falls. Grand Targhee Ski Area, also an epic trail. Yeah, Grand Tarhe, uh, I mean, if you want a, a place where you're going to have 60 miles worth of single track and all kinds of different uh, environments, it's such a wonderful uh, place to go. In fact, we love to pull our camper over there. You can camp uh, in the parking lot uh, and, and you have single track right out uh, your uh, trailer. So uh, you have, again, 60 miles worth of, of trail and and it's so well built uh, of a trail system that you know there are times where you're climbing and you just feel like the trail's pulling you uphill and and uh, it just shocked me and of course those uh, vistas of the Grand Tetons from uh, that backside uh, just cannot be beat. Well Jeremiah the book is Wyoming Single Track a Wyoming mountain bike guide how has it been received? Yeah, I've been really uh, excited uh, by uh, the response to the book. I think people are really impressed with how many photos uh, that we put into the book. We really wanted this to be as colorful as possible and really allow everybody that uh, before they set foot on that trail system to have some sense of what they were getting into. And, and uh, you know, I've been beyond uh, pleased with, again, the response people have given me verbally or reading reviews online. Uh, and I'm excited to hear people uh, people's experiences finding these trails and, and uh, uh, I want to know how we can improve it and what I can do to help continue to invest in this sport. Congratulations on the book. You've told me earlier there might be another one down the road. Yeah, I'll uh, continue to explore Wyoming's environments. That's been the best part of this whole thing is getting out and enjoying our great state. And and uh, if we're fortunate to be able to, to sell out this first edition, I'll certainly do my part to try and get a second one out there. Well, Jeremiah Riemann, the book is Wyoming Single Track, 
Thank you so much for joining us on Wyoming Chronicle. Thank you, Craig. Funding for this program is made possible in part by the Wyoming Humanities Council, helping Wyoming take a closer look at life through the humanities, thinkwhy.org, and by the members of the Wyoming PBS Foundation. Thank you for your support.